0: You're listening to Those Dramginsers with your hosts, John and Zach.
1: Hey everyone, I'm John. I'm Mike. And welcome to a special edition of Those Dramginsers where we drink days 11 through 15 of the Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends 2023 whiskey advent calendar for everything those dreamy please be sure to visit those you can find our social media links our patreon page order form for our hats and the link to zach's favorite website which you all know is dreamit.threadless.com where you can find all types of merch that we offer christmas is coming up i'd get on those pretty quick they do take a couple weeks to get in if you're interested in sponsoring the show want us to do an ad for your product, or like us to try a product on the show, send us a DM or an email. Let's take a minute to talk about FrostBuddy. It's a great way to support the show while also getting something for yourself in return. It's the best all-in-one koozie you can ever have. Their Universal Buddy fits four different types of bottles and cans and can even turn into a full-on drink container with their additional lid. Use the link in our bio to check it out for yourselves. And if you buy something through our link, Frostbuddy will send us part of the sale. Again, great way to support the show and get something for yourself in return. It's that time of year again. My wife, my amazing wife, is starting her NICU onesie drive again. She had so much success uh, last year, for the amount of onesies donated, children's NICU, that she actually added some new links, some new Amazon wish list links for other UPMC NICUs around the area, because you know UPMC owns hospitals everywhere. Again, it's all through Amazon wish list, so it's super simple to just click and send onesies to the NICUs. Again, check out our link in our bio for her post on how to donate today. All right, as you heard, that was not Zach again. Again, you all know how when, uh, December goes. Zach is just you know super busy. Um, although him and I are going to be doing the last five together, so you will get to hear his sultry voice um, for the last five. But uh, so we have another guest host, a new new to the podcast as well, um, but not new to me. A uh, real good friend of mine who I've worked with. Many many years. Um, again, another Kennywood man. Uh, you all had you heard Steve on that first five. Uh, I got I met Steve through Kennywood, and and Mike and I met uh, through Kennywood way before Steve. I knew Mike before Steve. But uh, Mike, thanks for coming on the show, man.
0: My pleasure.
1: I'm sorry it's taken so long to get you on. We've been talking about come having having you on for a while.
0: I appreciate you bringing me on,
1: <laughs> Mike. Uh, before we get into to your whiskey journey, I do. You know, I thanked you before, but I said I was going to officially do it on the show. And I think I've done it in the past. But um, I do have to give you some uh, major applause and thank you, because 80 percent of the Glen Cairns <laughs> that we currently have uh, were a uh, pseudo gift from you. We
0: won't get into that story. <laughs> <laughs> from um,
1: from our, our before I knew about Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends and all that, Mike and I actually tried starting a cigar and whiskey group. Um, with some friends but It stemmed from my bachelor party Yes From hanging out at my bachelor party uh, Which that shop closed and opened up again If you did Yeah, that. it's yeah. A,
0: the, um, Godfathers or Smokefathers yes, something, something like that. that Anyway um,
1: So him and I tried starting a group Before I realized there were any ones around here And uh, so Mike had bought a bunch of the glassware And half of it came to me And half went back to you And, and uh, you know, years later You know, just started using it for the show so thank you
0: <laughs> well, i'm seeing you are getting some pretty good use out of all of it too, <laughs> gotten, the two given the inventory to
1: they've gotten a lot of use so thank you i appreciate you my very pleasure much, sir. um so yeah so mike and i used to work at kennywood together uh we met at the uh, our, my original haunt i don't know if that was your first haunt death valley it um, was yeah how long uh when was your first year at Kennywood.
0: My first year at Kennywood was 2008 as just a normal cast member. Mm-hmm. Then the following year I was a team lead and the year after that I became the supervisor of that haunt.
1: When R- Ryan?
0: Yeah, Ryan Ryan left. Yeah, Ryan left. So
1: I yeah, so I f- first worked there as a college volunteer. Uh we did the my fraternity did a fundraising event where we mm-hmm. always came down at least one day <coughs> Every year and worked a haunt, and then whatever money we, you know, made for like our hourly whatever they got, um, we donated it to whatever charity we were doing at the time. But, um, and I had done a couple different haunts I had done The Vampire, I had done what else? Just the regular, like the, the, it's not there anymore, but the original Steve's old place, the, the, Morton action, Manor. Morton Manor, um, and uh, yeah, the one year I think the first year actually I I got to do Death Valley, which I thoroughly enjoyed because it was outside, and you had a little bit more freedom than just like stuck behind a a drop wall or something.
0: Being <laughs> confined is no way, in my opinion, to uh, be in a haunt because mm-hmm. you're in just one area. That mm-hmm. way, we had the freedom to go up and down. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was entertaining to say the least, watching other people get scared by you too.
1: And 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 the best part about it too was. You know, in inside the inside haunts, right, the mazes or whatnot, it was either like you just wore a mask or you just threw on like quick makeup. But like because we were outside and really in front of the people in in, in lighting <laughs> when it was lit up, uh, we got to do professional makeup. So yes, um, that's also part of it. I thoroughly enjoyed. I like sitting in a chair and getting. All done
0: up, <laughs> and it's basically when you're doing that stuff. Not only just with the people with haunt, and I know this is a, a whiskey podcast, not a scare podcast. Well, that's fine, but we we become a close knit family, to say the least. Oh, for between sure. Between the makeup people, the fellow um, haunts, everybody in there, mm-hmm. we all become this tight knit group of a family, mm-hmm. and we all still uh, communicate too. Even the oh, ones yeah. that left too. Um, we're we're still hanging. out. I
1: mean, oh yeah, I'm I'm friends with pretty much I think everybody on Facebook. So I always see you know other people like how they're doing and everything like that. Um, I attribute my love of a Monster Rehab to you because <laughs> once you took you always did it though before even before you had the lead right because because you used to buy cases. Yes, you, you used to go yeah, to like Costco I remember or that. And buy yeah. like cases of Monster and like. Yeah, I attribute that's how I fell in love with Monster Rehab, the, yeah. the tea and lemonade. <laughs> it, it was it
0: was very good, yeah. But unfortunately, with my diabetes, yeah, I had to slow that down. You did,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah. So I worked post college. My first year was would have been fall two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. So I had Ryan one year, mm-hmm. and then as a supervisor, and then you bumped up the supervisor, and then you and I worked together pretty closely for a handful of years.
0: And I will say this that for it may have been four or five years, we had the same people every year. Yes. That's how tight we were. Mm -hmm. And I even
1: left, like, I went to Maryland post grad school, came back, and still Mm -hmm. I called up Scott and I was like, hey, I want to come back. He's like, okay. (laughs) You know, and I was like, I want to go work with Mike. He's like, okay. You know, Um, and then, yeah. And then my last year was when you first moved over to. Voodoo. Voodoo. And then so I took supervisor role. But what I, I enjoyed it, but what stunk is that exact that, that family like tight knit group we had. Mm-hmm. Everybody left. Everybody's last year was the previous year. So I had a brand new cruise. It was just like it just wasn't the same, you know? And working till one o'clock in the morning in West Mifflin, Duquesne area, you know. Uh, without that whole crew I mean I had you But like you and I Were different haunts And stuff And I was just like Yeah I think uh, I think I'm
0: good I Yeah I'm good.
1: Which ended up working Because it only went One more year And then they Closed it And now Well now it's all different Because it's Fall festival. It's all different And, they and they
0: closes it closes earlier too yeah. So
1: So is is Voodoo still there? Voodoo is still there Oh that's good even with the new refurb of, like, the new... Because, mm-hmm. like, I hadn't been... Honestly, I have not been to Kennywood since I stopped working.
0: And I finally got, after 15 years of working there, I'm now a rover.
1: Oh, nice. Yes. Well, congrats on that that bump up.
0: Yes. And I know you were looking
1: forward to... You've been looking for that for a while.
0: Yeah, it's fun playing this, this skit we call Ken Dot. where basically pen dot for Kennywood. Oh, my gosh. And we do important road work. Uh-huh. We shut things down. And we tell people when they're coming down the ramp that they have to form a single line. No texting when driving, and if they have a wheelchair, we told them to slow down.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> we even hold stop signs that's and slow signs I, for people. Oh, and- that's
1: great. But, uh, yeah, because so we, I, like, I haven't been back to Kennywood since, like, I stopped working, and mm-hmm. so we went this past summer with, like, my son and everything, and so, like, it, it was, like, massive change for me. Yes. Uh, especially the, the whole uh, Raging Rapids, like, refurb, and, like, mm-hmm. now the new, like, Line entrance, basically, but, uh, but yeah, so okay, so I guess we should get to uh, what we really came here to talk about was whiskey. Mm. but there's a little background of how me and Mike have known each other, and um, so yeah, thanks again for finally coming on.: Absolutely. Um, sorry, it took me so long to get you on, but uh, so what I want to ask is we always ask our, our new guest, what's your whiskey journey?"
0: My whiskey journey revolves around cigars. Mm-hmm. I really started to get into all the finer whiskeys while I was having a cigar. And one of my passions is trying to pair up whiskeys or bourbons with certain cigars. Mm-hmm. For example, you can have a light cigar, have a light whiskey, nothing that's not overpowering. Mm-hmm. Then you can have those ones that are really, really peaty. Mm-hmm. But you'd also want to try, for one example, a Kentucky Woodfire, which is a really smoky a flavored cigar, and that's kind of a oxymoron, but <laughs> there, it's like a barbecue that yeah. you smoke. Mm-hmm. But if you put something like a a, a Lockvin, mm-hmm. it it brings that peaty out, so that way it matches up, and it's mm-hmm. really, really good. So the journey of going through all these different whiskeys, trying different drinks, trying different aspects, mm-hmm. it's it's really good, and. And my girlfriend even bought me this Bar Sis. Sorry for the promo. <laughs> um, it's it makes your drinks for you. Right, it just gives you all the all the all the cocktail mixtures and everything. And they do have simple ones too. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, just trying different things. And the best one that I've tried so far is the Macallan M. Okay, and that was at Burn. It was five hundred dollars for a one ounce. <laughs> It's so worth it. <laughs> so worth it.
1: And burn is the the cigar lounge in in which I mean, if you're familiar with North Shore, you know Burn uh, Rocky Patel's uh, cigar lounge in mm-hmm. the in the uh, in the North Shore, right between the uh, between the stadiums and around uh, like Burgatory, like that, right next that to it
0: Yeah, and people try to go in there into Burn, thinking that that's Burgatory. I'm like, no, go around.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, because Burgatory is like on the yeah. <laughs> But, uh,
0: but yeah. Well, cool.
1: All right. So let's uh, let's jump into again. We're starting with number eleven. So let's uh, let's jump in. Go ahead and pour your sample, mic, and then we'll do uh, like nose it, palate that whole bit.
0: Ooh, that's good flavor on that nose.
1: Mm-hmm. Very light flavor. Not light as in like not, but like crisp. You know.
0: I feel like I've had this before too.
1: <laughs> <coughs> Stuck my nose too far in <laughs> there.
0: Go ahead and take another hit. Yeah, That's <laughs> <laughs> some good stuff. Um,
1: got a little spice on that, but um, <coughs> no, not bad. Not you know, not a crazy nose, but like you know,
0: it's uh, almost nice. like. I wonder if I should just give you what I'm thinking, too. Oh, please. No, yeah, don't let lim- I'm not... Yeah. I think I'm getting a little bit of citrus on there. Some orange notes. Mm-hmm. Slight hint of caramel. There's something else that's... That's very appealing. Yeah,
1: I, I definitely feel that, like... Like a fresh-squeezed citrus something, whether... You know, I'm not getting, like... Like, that type of, like, fresh squeeze whatever, whether it's a lemon or uh, orange or something. You know what I mean? It almost, almost seems like there's a little bit of honey in there, too. It definitely has a sweeter aspect to it, um, which definitely could lead towards, like, a honey.
0: Something that will definitely clear you up. No, for sure. To hell with Vicks.
1: Yeah, I just come down here and just mm-hmm. open a couple bottles and go, you know. Hey,
0: babe, can we get this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. That's very clean on a palate. Mm-hmm.
1: Very, I mean... I get that pepper spice. It's a little drier on the finish. I could kind of just, like... It doesn't die out. Like, it, I can still feel that it's there, but, like, it definitely, like, has that drying capability to it. Um... Very
0: standard pepper notes on this. I can definitely taste the honey in that, too. But that that dissipates at the end on that finish. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's not really overpowering. And for me, I would pair this up with a medium-bodied cigar. Something that's Mm -hmm. just nice, clean finish. Come on, Penn, work with me.
1: Do you
0: need another one? No. The pen wants a drink, too.
1: True. There's a little, like, a maltiness to it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very, I mean, <clears throat> very standard, like, rye spice, like, grain spice. Uh,
0: so I don't do rice too much. Mm-hmm. But from what i've had before you're right
1: i mean that very much like that black pepper you know um, aspect to it there's almost like maybe just cuz we've been talking about it but not not smoke as in like peat but like there's again it's probably just on my brain but almost like a cigar smoke note at the end you you i mean that's you know i don't smoke cigars as much as you do, but um but there is some sort of like smoke aspect to this. I don't think it's like a peated rye or anything like that because it's not like that. But that's I mean it's just kind of like a It's a char. A fresh yeah a char, a fresh inhale of like like a medium bodied cigar mm-hmm. or fresh campfire, you know. Just on the back, just like a hint. Like not crazy. It's very subtle.
0: I mean, I'll take a stab on the reveal on this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on that for okay. a little bit. <laughs> I, I got a feeling I know what this is, but yeah. I don't want to put the cart before the horse on this matter. But very very nice, very smooth. Um, I wonder if you branch it a little bit, if it'll open it up a little more too.
1: Might be, yeah, I would have bet so. But um, so type? What type of whiskey do you think this is? Not brand. I mean, you can go brand if you want to go that ballsy, but like I just only <laughs> ask for type.
0: <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Because mm-hmm. I'm leaning a couple ways as far as brands are concerned, mm-hmm. but I want to say this is this is like a honey bourbon. Oh, okay. Just by the way, the finish is—you got
1: a lot of honey notes on that for sure. Yes. yeah.
0: There's there just the finish on it, how smooth it is, how dry it is on the palate afterwards, how you get that nice mm-hmm. clean finish. I'm gonna guess it. It might be just a honey bourbon. Dare I say the uh, one of one of the uh, bigger name honeys, a Jack or the Jim.
1: Mm, like a Jack Honey Jim, mm-hmm. Jim, yeah.
0: That's what I'm saying. I might have had this before. I remember that's that a bottle. good
1: possibility. So with these, right? So they make a hundred of these boxes, um, and so with that, right? One bottle can only fill so many, right? So mm-hmm. to get a hundred, they usually get I think three or four bottles of each one of these. Mm-hmm. So that so while we're probably not going to see anything too crazy. In you know, rarity, because you need four of them, something like Jack honey, Jim honey, like something like that could definitely fall as one of these for sure.
0: and some of the honeys that I've had are really powerful honey. you mm-hmm. I mean and you can't mistake it. Mm-hmm. so it might be that subtle, "Hey, we got this for you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wild um turkey, oh, true. Uh, Proof I'm going to say Maybe 105 That's exactly What I said Was 105
1: <laughs> I Well I enjoy That sweet Like what you're getting Like that honey note From it mm. uh, I can't This is very Stereotypical of me But I can't get away From the rye spice so I'm just going to stick With some sort of rye Okay Um, But that's usually My <laughs> I, I've said in the past I always get Spoofed by Proof for a rye sometimes. But I think it's rye. Right. I say 105. I'm, I agree with you on the proof there. Um, yeah. Any other final thoughts on 11?
0: No, no final thoughts. But uh, a Romeo and Juliet would go really well with this.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so the last five.
1: So every year there's an extra special kick to the... the, the um, the calendars, right? The one year I'll show you them after. Um, mm. they had an entire story for the entire month. Every day had a story to it, right? And it was a continuation story, you know, had a, a beginning and an end, you know, mm-hmm. f- you know, full thing. But uh, each bottle was the story was around some sort of Christmas movie, and Aaron loves Photoshop so he photoshopped like different admin moderator me and zach's face into these movie posters so i have two of them up there that he did zach and i for and i'll show you and then they had a different name to it so he spun a name so like uh planes trains and automobiles i think for us was like pete pete and more (laughs) pete or something like that you know so like so he had some fun with it right uh last year (coughs) each bottle had a qr code and so he found a song – like a Christmas song or some sort of song that he thought would pair well mm-hmm. with – you could listen to it while you were drinking. So he just scanned the QR code, went to like a YouTube link and and whatever. This year – it made me think of it because you said the cigar pairing – the last five, they actually got with Ron's Bon, Ron's bon Bons, and which is a local guy. And he actually uh, was told the last five, and he created five – individual bonbons um, one for each day to pair like taste wise with each with each day. Hmm. So,
0: yeah. I like that. You want some <laughs> <the> bonbons, honey? <laughs> All right. Yeah, here I'll show you. Hold on there. Like... Those look nice. And what I can relate those to is Norman Lug Confe- Norman Love Confections done in yeah. um, Fort Myers. Okay. Due to similar kind of stuff. They look like rocks, but they are yeah. beautiful chocolates, and they're mm-hmm. um, no preservatives, all natural. Um, every time we go down to my mom's house to Fort Myers, we have to stop in Norman Love to get mm-hmm. their chocolates. Mm-hmm. And they put a, a, a dead date on there. It's like, you have to eat these by this day. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> I, I can eat chocolate before that, that day. Yeah, <laughs> But, I mean, you're, you're going to pay the, the price for it. Oh, it's sure. uh, well, yeah, especially worth it. you. <laughs> oh, I know. Fat man need candy. <laughs> All right,
1: All what right, we got here? Number twelve. Yeah, sometimes the
0: nipple doesn't come off. <laughs> huh.
1: <laughs> Ooh, okay.
0: <laughs> Is that a precursor to uh, what I'm in for here? I haven't even put on my nose yet. In the meantime, my insulin pump's growing up. Jeez. <laughs> oh, ah, well, I'll we'll get that taken care of later. Yeah. Let's, yeah.
1: Ooh. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I knew you'd go for this one. There's the Pete.
1: Okay. So I have to introduce you to. So we have Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends, which I don't know if you're in that group or not. If not, I'm going to make you join.
0: Yes. Um, I need to.
1: There is a subgroup which has really formed into its own major group. It's not, I can't even, it's a subgroup because it came out of, uh, it came from specific members of PWF. Um, but there is a Scotch—I'm sorry—a peated whiskey group called Boggers United that I'll get you. I'll send you the invite link for that too. Okay. But they are all about peated whiskeys, and I and and one of the guys that started it was on the last was on the last five, and um, Brian and uh, yeah, he said it's peated whiskeys, so it's not just Scotch. It could be like peated rye, a peated bourbon, you know, stuff like that. But anyway, so. So, all that to say, this has a nice peat note to the nose. So,
0: And it's really barbecue-y, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like bacon. Mm-hmm. Whoa. <laughs> you're talking my language now. Now, normally, I don't do peaty whiskeys because sometimes it just doesn't agree with my palate. Mm-hmm. Always willing to experiment. Mm-hmm. and And I'm sure you're an advocate for that, too. You may not like something, but give it a shot. You never know.
1: Exactly. That's, that's all we're about. It's yep. like,
0: I hate gin. But there's gin drinks that I love.
1: Do you hate gin or do you hate pine tree? <sighs> like, do you hate the juniper, like, pine tree? I aspect? won't
0: do Tanqueray too much, That's, that's but Bombay mm-hmm. is great.
1: So here's why I ask, and the... Our listeners know this bit. So my dad was a massive Tanqueray fan. That's all he ever drank for mm. the longest time. My one of my goals, other than to get him to the side of whiskey, which I'm slowly doing, is to get him into craft gins. Okay, yeah. Because a lot of places, especially right around here, you know, that's one of the a- avenues to become a whiskey distillery is you just you sell clear spirits to pay for the taxes for the barrels that are waiting. So a lot of places have been making a lot of really good craft gins. But they're all the same boat where they don't like the pine tree. They don't like a lot of that juniper. So Mm -hmm. they reduce the juniper and really allow the other ones to come through. And I have become a massive gin fan from that because these places are decreasing the, 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 the pine tree aspect to it.
0: All right, here we go. I love this nose. Ooh. Surprisingly smooth.
1: I get a nice, like, I said this before last week, like a cayenne or like a Tabasco, Tabasco note at the beginning there. Like, have you ever had Dickel Tabasco? No. So George Dickel, that that brand is um, a Tabasco, like, finished uh, whiskey. So, like, they just marry the two together. And it's got that, like, nice, like... Um, like hot pepper-like, Tabasco-like. But I got that on the front. Beautiful barbecue I, pit I, I smokiness. Get, I get that on the finish.
0: So I see what you mean by the Tabasco when it starts to dissipate. You yeah. get that Tabasco. Mm-hmm. Then you start getting the barbecue, and there, there's just something else on there that I want to say there's a little bit of brown sugar in there.
1: I don't feel like this is as drying as the last one. Um, <laughs> it's moist. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: who did I find when I said that? Moist.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's not as dry. It does linger more than the last one. Yeah. Um, and the proof hits a little harder in the middle of the chest,
0: which I'm not upset about. That proof's really not hitting me as bad as the other one did. Really? hmm Let me cut that a little bit. Hmm. What is that? <laughs> Maybe a little bit of toasted oak on the finish also. But I would say the proof on this, I would say 90. Because I don't think it's hitting as, as uh, much as the other one did.
1: Yeah. I'd probably go... I'm going to overshoot and go 100 on the proof. Um,
0: hey, oh. Babe, you want to try this? <clears throat> okay. <Yeah. laughs> she makes this face when I try to mm-hmm. offer her mm-hmm. any kind of bourbon or whiskey. And yeah. it, <laughs> I mean, it's as, it's as bad as the whipped cream face. Uh, and there it goes. <laughs> And, oh, yeah, she saw the Dr. Pepper up here, and she did the... Uh, oh, I love it. I'm Can't like, what, what's wrong with it? It, it? It's good stuff. It's really it, it's really good. It, it, honestly. But as far as this, yeah, got that bacon, got that smokiness. Mm-hmm. Bar, I mean, you want to have a barbecue great with any kind of ribs. This would be perfect for having it with mm-hmm. ribs. Mm-hmm. 100%.
1: What type do you think?
0: As far as ribs are concerned, what they put on there? <laughs> no, what I type can... of whiskey? Ugh. I don't know. I don't think I've had something like this before. Um,
1: I mean, do you think it's like something American, scotch, Irish?
0: This, I, would, I would put all in on American, just for the fact that it's just a smoky barbecue, something you would have around the grill. Very much like America. America, baby, <laughs> come on, America.
1: <clears throat> um, we have to backtrack though, because I'm oh yes suck at my own show. But number nine, we need to give a rating. So has nine or eleven? Jesus, see this, I really suck at my own show. I'm here to help. Eleven, <laughs> number eleven. I don't know why I said nine. Number eleven, you want has a downtown or throw it out with your honey bourbon? Guess Haas. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go downtown just because this tasted just like a, like there wasn't anything crazy that popped out mm-hmm. to me. You know, um, that might change once we find out what it is in mm-hmm. the next show. But yeah. Uh, so back to twelve. Um,
0: rating. I would. I would say downtown mm-hmm. for the simple fact that this is a tailgate whiskey. You want a tailgate with something to drink on, with having a barbecue out there, even rib fest that they have, mm-hmm. this is it. You're around all that smoke, all that barbecue. This would match up perfectly.
1: So then maybe that would be a Haas because you would have to own a bottle. It's like a downtown is more like, I want to go try it somewhere before I buy it. Mm-hmm. You're saying you'd have it at a tailgate, so you would...
0: Okay, so I'll so, go to Haas. Yeah,
1: you would theoretically buy... I'm just trying to talk you through your, your, th- your own thoughts You know, here. I don't even know my own thoughts sometimes. <laughs> I'm that confusing, aren't I?
0: Aren't I? Okay,
1: good. And when you hear Mike, talk, Mike talk off screen, he brought his girlfriend Kim with him, so she's just kind of like chilling here. I brought Listen, my skunk. <laughs> listening, uh, listening to us idiots uh, gab on. Do you okay. want a uh, Kim? Would you like a spiked root beer float? Oh.
0: We have your attention now, don't we?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no whipped cream, though. <laughs> I don't have to I mean it usually comes up but I don't have to put that on there. <laughs> All right, well, I can we can pause after number twelve and then I can run and make that real quick. Uh, I you're I mean it's yeah. it's with bourbon cream. So think Bailey's Ooh, that's a good so, stuff. so think Bailey's but with bourbon instead of Irish whiskey. You can try a little bit first before okay. That's
0: good. I'm so this is bad on me. I should have offered that too before we started. They have that Buffalo Trace cream, too. I got to one I'm better, man. I got a better Really? One.
1: Fuck Buffalo Trace's bourbon Come cream, Come on. <laughs> Come on. So Liberty Pole, which, again, don't go a show without talking about them. Based out of, I'm saying this to you, not to the listeners because they're sick of me saying this, but based out of Washington, PA, local place, great. Anyway, um, big fans of the show. They do a bourbon cream, and it is leaps and bounds better than... Uh, Buffalo Trace. Does it go
0: good with coffee?
1: Absolutely. There you go. So I fight every morning to not put some in my coffee before
0: I start mm. work. <laughs>
1: On the weekends, let's go. But
0: How about when I'm not working, let's go. Well, yes, when you're not working, let's go, too. Because, so. you know, I have like
1: five jobs. You know, <laughs> True. <laughs> Always working. Down to one now. Down to one. Down to one. Well, that's true. Kennywood's over, so.
0: Kennywood's over, and the Pirates, and the Pirates are, are not gone. playing until... March, yeah,
1: April, really, but mm-hmm. okay, we're back. Kim has a drink now, and she's happy. <laughs> she actually told me I didn't put enough bourbon cream in it.
0: Liberty pole, <laughs> liberty pole, liberty pole, <laughs> liberty pole. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. John was right. <laughs> Sometimes bop, I know what I'm talking. about.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I know what I'm talking about. So, all right, that was twelve. Let's move on to thirteen. But there is a Buffalo Trace cigar that you can get. I've had that one. Yeah, it's not currently in my humidor, but I have had it. Uh, Liberty Pull makes their own cigar now, Mike. You have my goes, attention. That goes really well, and he, and so it's a family owned place, right? And the the dad Jim, um, he's a big cigar fan, so he was him and his wife. Actually, his wife loves cigars too. Um, so they have their own cigar now, and they actually have a little cigar like outdoor area at the the new spot. To sit
0: and enjoy it. Nice. Hey, babe, can we go? Okay. Really, I don't have to check with her to go, and I love her for that. But see, now she knows that they have the the spiked root beer float there, so... be more than happy to accompany me in the uh, (laughs) procurement of such libations. (laughs) All right. What do we have here? I got to clear out here.
1: Okay. Okay. We're back to very standard bourbon notes. I got the vanilla. I got the oak. I got the... A little bit of like an alcohol, obviously, but...
0: This is probably an everyday bourbon that you can get off the shelf.
1: Mm hmm. Vanilla. Oh, there's a teeny bit of, of, of a spice note. Hmm. Almost like a baking spice rather than like a pepper. This has a very standard nose. Yeah. And, it, and st- like standard note, like actual nose. Because there's some of these, these whiskeys out there where like the nose is so soft. like, I can't get anything out of it, you know. But this is like when I think bourbon, I mean, I probably, again, I'm not going to say that's my guess, but like.
0: Yeah, standard stuff with the mash (laughs) and the corn and everything else, it's just. Mm -hmm. High familiar whiskey. Ooh. um, Hmm. There's that burn. Yeah.
1: That's a beautiful baking spice, like the whole way through the palate. That vanilla note really
0: stands out. Love that. This one's got to be one hundred ten proof. I'm calling that right now. Clean Tastes finish. Familiar. Hmm.
1: Like immediately. Immediately, I I wanted to say hello. Woodford Double Oaked. Mm. Ever had Woodford Double
0: Oaked. We could cheat. I have it right there. <laughs> Would it be Double Oaked or just be the regular though? I don't know. I'm getting,
1: like, just a little complexity to that mm-hmm. that makes me feel like it's double.
0: Okay. I got you on that.
1: I mean, if if it's not, I'll still be happy because it, it just... There is a familiarity to this for me.
0: This one is definitely a ass.
1: <laughs> this this jumping is, right into it. <laughs> the,
0: well, I mean, like you said, familiar... Mm-hmm. Familiar bourbon, familiar whiskey. Everything goes well. It's something that you can do for a party, for just sitting around. Um, I mean, you can have a little mix with this, too. But that vanilla, too, is what also just makes it good, makes it pop.
1: I think because of that complexity makes me like that's the first thing I thought of. Not because I'm staring at it, but like that's the first thing I thought of when I tasted all of that. I'm not. I mean, I'm gonna say possibly. I'm not thousand percent confident, but I do think this is hands down a bourbon.
0: This Um, is an old fashioned mix mm, right here. This is for your old fashioned.
1: Yeah, you probably don't really need too much of like the simple syrup or or the sugar cube or however the the people do. Just one sugar cube. Yeah.
0: Um. You get those that citrus note in there too mm -hmm. with the orange muddling and the The wonderful cherries, too <laughs> all um, that mixture just blending together with this makes it really stand out, which yeah, I would think I would I'm gonna go with you on that this this but I'm conflicted on if it's the regular wood for reserve mm-hmm, or the double mm-hmm. oak and with the complexity, you may be correct on the double oak
1: I mean yeah, I, I definitely think this is a bourbon. I'll be excited if it's double oaked however, the problem. I'm having is I don't remember if we've had double oaked in past Mm. calendars because if we did, it's not that because they don't repeat Mm -hmm. um, or try not to repeat. Um, and I can't like I can't for life remember if double oaked was in one of the previous ones or not. But but I'm but because I'm leaning double oaked, I'm saying ninety because that's what double oaked is is ninety percent. Okay. but uh, I'm a Haas as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Even if it's not. If it's not, uh, and I don't own it, I'm buying it.
0: Mm. This would be a good Connecticut shade cigar with this. You have that honey, but also you want to go too overpowering. You want it nice and clean. A mm-hmm. little bit of creaminess to it when you have a cigar. You
1: want it to balance well with
0: Absolutely. it. Absolutely. That's the key thing about any of the cigars. You don't want to have one or the other... One or the other Mm -hmm. overpower the opposite. And I
1: never really, like, until you and I really, like, when we started doing, like, the cigar and booze, C&B Mafia, uh, and my uh, bachelor party, you know, I hadn't really paired anything, like, whiskey and cigar together. And I remember, and... um, to this day, I always, when I talk about like aperitifs or what, I immediately goes to Super Punch. Oh, yeah. Because you brought that to, I think it might have actually been my bachelor It was either the bachelor party or the first get-together we had with the group. Um, and I had that, and I don't even remember what cigar I had, but it just, God, I was just like, okay, I get this now, like, wow, you know. Um, I really enjoy cigars that, especially when early on in my whiskey journey, Ones that helped tame stronger rye whiskeys, so that the the cigar notes right brought down the cough cough spice note that I got a lot of with a lot of like very high rise mm-hmm. um, early on. So it allowed me to find other flavors in those and be like, okay, maybe I actually do enjoy these, you know. But
0: and that super punch. Just the aperitif itself with all the floral notes mm-hmm. and the syrup consistency. Mm-hmm. Go get yourself a full bodied cigar. Yeah. Um, th- this was at my bachelor party. Joey DeSalvo said, Have you ever tried Super Punch?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, sir, I have not. What is this? He said, Well, if you're going to have that full bodied cigar, let me pour you a sample of this. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs>
1: I'm surprised it wasn't the message for you, sir.
0: No, there's something else on there too. That's um, it's a drink. okay. She, she, so Kim finds drinks online for I for me to put in my bar sis. Oh, gotcha. And so she sends sends me the information, and I just load it into the bar sis, and then make it when whenever I'm uh-huh. and it's convenient. But just to finish the story, yeah, when he did when he did that and Joey DeSalvo, God love you, sir. Um, he knew his pairings. And it was mm-hmm. spot on. Mm-hmm. I was sold from there. Mm-hmm. So Oh, uh, I don't know
1: why this made me think of it, but so you're Mason. Yes. Right? So we the the Masonic Lodge in Elwood mm-hmm. did a wine and whiskey walk last year at Elwood.
0: I remember that. Yeah, we and we did
1: all the promo for it. So you if you you mean <laughs> I know you follow the show, so you would have seen it all on the pages. Mm-hmm. Um but I'll have to, as soon as, I think it's going to be the same. It's like Mother's Day weekend. Um, if you're in town, I don't know if you're heading down or who, where you're going to be. But um, if it's going to be that same weekend, I'll keep you posted on that. Because you guys will have to come up. What was it? What, what weekend was that? It's, last year was Mother's Day weekend. Because okay. it was my dad's birthday. It was the 13th. Okay. May 13th. Um, but uh, I'll keep you posted on that.
0: But, yeah, we're uh, going out. To Lancaster for the uh, annual, uh, the changing of the grand master. Mm. Jeff Wonderling, the current grand master, is outgoing on the twenty seventh, and the new grand master, uh, Larry Durr, is going in. Mm-hmm. Um, and me being the grand Persevant. so I got that nice little letter of, "Hey, thanks for your service. Appreciate everything. Give your stuff back."
1: <laughs> yes, sir.
0: <laughs> so I get to I get to give up my sword.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And let me tell you this: what a ride! What a ride of meeting a whole bunch of people. I met a guy from, uh, was it Ecuador? I think it was. He came out to Philadelphia for our, our little communication. Good cigar smoker, good whiskey connoisseur. Had a lot of good conversations. His name was Oscar. He's like, you guys are amazing. How much you just get together like this and you share so much. Not to not, not to give it like a promo of the, the Masons, but that's how we're all about. Mm-hmm. We're all about friendship, brotherly love, mm-hmm. hanging out, doing whatever, but you know we're not trying to solve the world's problems and know there's no national treasure
1: <laughs>
0: but it's it's all about helping each other out. Mm-hmm. Um, the The grandmaster's uh, charity this year was uh, the Widow's Guild. To help mm-hmm. out with any um, widows of of masons that passed away, mm-hmm. and uh, for the Scottish Rite, the other masonic body, we uh, do uh, learning centers for children for this, uh, with dyslexia, mm-hmm. and we've had plenty of students go through that graduate from this school. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Shriners that are masons, yeah, Shriners Hospital, not a single penny is billed to the patient. Mm-hmm. Great organization.
1: Yeah, I have a couple close buddies that I was in college with. That I was in a uh, fraternity with that are are Masons. In fact, one of them got his wedding was at the um, the lodge right up.
0: Was it a Newcastle?
1: No, no, right here. Um <laughs> up from sheets.
0: You can't see this, but I'm loving Ceme- how he's thinking.
1: <laughs> Cemetery Lane. Yeah. Uh, that, that lodge. It's yeah. His, his wedding was there. The Masonic he had, he had, Center yeah, there, the, yeah. Yeah, the center there, yeah. Um, his wedding was, was there. But, uh, yeah, I've had a couple buddies that... And we actually, uh, next door to where our fraternity house was, was uh, the, the center for uh, the Masonic uh, Lodge uh, for New Wilmington, or that area, because it was, like, right next door.
0: And there is a ladies' auxiliary, um, Eastern Star and Amaranth. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I belong to the Amaranth, and they are the ones that helped with this. And I'm showing my insulin pump. To I was going to say, I
1: was just going to give a, yeah. a visual to everybody. But they yeah. are
0: the ones that started the insulin pump. Oh, they are really? the ones, their main charity is Juvenile Diabetes Research. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the funding that went to that research to help with the insulin pump, the uh, Order of the Amaranth, in relation to the Masons, are the ones that helped out. Did not know that. Ever thankful for them. (laughs) Staying alive.
1: Okay. Tangents are the middle name of our
0: show. Um, So number 14. Well, Tangent, and you're a math person, too, so there. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm here to help. I'll be here all night. Number number 14,
1: I'm, I'm not even smelling it yet, but it is Crazy Light. Um... Yeah, I mm. this is crazy light. Okay.
0: There's some peat notes to that. There is, but it's it's, it's not as harsh.
1: Not as bad, mm. not as hu- not hard, not hard, but not as strong as what it is, 12. Mm-hmm. It's a very light light nose. Subtle
0: peat. Something else I'm picking up that I can't get <coughs> my my finger on it. Teeny floral. Ooh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So,
1: really interesting peat note there. Way more grassy than smoky, of a peaty likeness.
0: That's a good. That's a good word, right? You know
1: there. what I mean? Like it's way more like like. Grainy makes it sound like like people like texture grain. No, like it's just it's just way more like just grass heavy. I, I don't know how else to put that.
0: And some people for cigars they usually say, "Well, I get a little bit of hay out of this." Well, mm. yeah, but there is <laughs>
1: <laughs> peanut gallery over here. Yes. That's my girl
0: but it, it, it has a distinct flavor to it so i i guess grassy would be a good example of um of that taste i mean
1: i'm sure there's probably something way more way more um technical but like rather than talking about like campfire smoke or like the the aid like style smoke would you say a, like a petal like any kind of floral there, I mean, I definitely got a, a hint of floral on the nose, and mm-hmm. I do pick up a little bit more. Now that I'm looking at this little uh, on the front of the paddle, little pa- cheat sheet here. Yeah, I gave you the bourbon, the flavor wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely is a little bit of floral to it, but it's it's a different type of peat smoke. Which, if this is a Scotch, I don't think this is like a. Scotch barrel finished mm-hmm. something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. um Like a whiskey finished in a Scotch barrel. If this is a Scotch, possibly Highlands, maybe Speyside, but I'm not getting a, like a very brininess to it, like a saltiness to it I typically get with Sides.
0: So if it's a Highland whiskey, Highland Scotch, Mm-hmm just a question Mm -hmm. do they use kind of the floral notes of the highlands that they might put that in there
1: the guy who was on the last show would be the person to ask that question because i am not as up with my scotch details as much but i do know from a flavor aspect the heavier peated ones typically are the eyelets your Freuds, your Ardbegs, your octomores right um, but whenever the peat is there, but it's on a more, like, lighter side, I typically lean towards highlands. I know there's other regions other than that, but that's just the one I know. Um, but I'm not getting, like, a brininess from, like, some of the, you know, like, like a space side. Like, one of those, like, more beachfront, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like you know, waterfront, stuff. Uh, One's um, Brian's like Jesus you're an idiot
0: <laughs> I do like that so I don't hate it For me For me this would be a downtown Okay <clears throat> You wanna explain? I don't think Because again The peatiness doesn't really suit my palate that much mm-hmm. This is something that okay, I would get out and about Mm -hmm. as a drink. I'll be quiet. (laughs) Insulin pump's screaming at me again. Like Uh, it's supposed to, right? (laughs) Of course it is, yeah. It it keeps me up at night sometimes. (laughs) I'd
1: be worried if it wasn't working. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But this is something that if you want to, say, do a vertical tasting with somebody and say, hey, do you want to set your house or not? Mm Mm-hmm. For me, it's a no, not at the house. But I would have it out and about if someone's saying, "Hey, I want that, I'm going to mm-hmm. buy you around. We're going to have this. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. I'll, I'll, I'll do that." Or even for some sort of celebratorial thing. Mm-hmm. But definitely not throw it out. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. But this is something that you can definitely enjoy as a uh, for a uh, social gathering. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't. I'm going to agree with you on the downtown. I, I not that I don't like it. It's not. It's not a lot of crazy notes. I do think this would be a good one to like introduce people into scotches, mm. um,
0: because Agreed.
1: it's not heavy. It's not an eyelid, It's not heavily peated, because uh, which is what most people think of when they think of scotch, right? And I like filling my bar with a lot of intro style whiskies. Mm-hmm. However, I've had a couple other ones like this, so I'm not like, like I'm not like, yeah, this is definitely uh, so. But I would probably enjoy it out uh, as well. I'm gonna go. So I scotch. Downtown, I'm gonna say eighty-five proof.
0: Eighty-five? Yeah. Because it's light, I'm gonna agree with you on that. It's not giving me that punch of a high proof. Mm-mm. I might do prices right as you and go eighty. <laughs>
1: um <clears throat> all right. Uh cool.
0: Yeah, very good.
1: Very good taste. Mm-hmm. I was telling you before we have the Lefroy chocolates in the bar somewhere, because Zach went to that uh, the sh- the chocolate store in the strip, the one on the corner, yeah, um, Ooh. and uh, bought this. a bunch of um. Well, there you go. Bought a bunch of like whiskey chocolates, and we did that as a show for one time.
0: Just out of curiosity, I'm gonna do a little branch on that just to see if it opens mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we don't do that as much as we used to. Putting water, like, you know, a little bit of water, whatnot we'll to see what happens. Okay,
0: it yeah, it did it did mellow it out a little bit. You still get the peat mm-hmm. flavor on there, but it did mellow it out. Okay, that really opened it up too. Mm-hmm. You actually get a little bit more of a, of a kind of a corn flavor on that too. So that's good. Used to practice his dance moves up
1: there, at a boy. Well, I also heard the door open, which means they either let Herc out or in. Because <laughs> we are we are right below the the dining room. Okay, the living room and dining. So living room is right. So Connor is probably if he's sitting on the couch, he's sitting right there, yeah. uh, and the back door's back there.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: fifteen. Definitely dark compared to the last one.
0: Yeah. Ooh. That's, oh, that's got, got a nice a... sweetness to it. Mm. It's not the the
1: <coughs> it's not the craziest nose we've had, but it does have an interesting note to it. Definitely more vanilla sweetness on that one. <coughs> um, Jeez, like mm. a hard candy kind of,
0: almost like a butterscotch.
1: It, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: Yeah, I'm getting that butterscotch note on there. This, this might be familiar to me too. Oh, all right. I back definitely to- get the honey notes on here. Um, <clears throat> there's, there's just, I know I say this a Whoa. lot too, but it's mostly, mostly the butterscotch. That's what's real overpowering on this. It's light. Uh, it's a clean finish on the back. <clears throat> The earlier coughing was me trying to inhale and swallow at the same time, so I do apologize for that.
1: (laughs) Power of editing, buddy. Power Mm -hmm. of editing.
0: So I get, like, a white
1: pepper, so there's a spice on it, but not, like, black pepper, like a typical rye spice.
0: (coughs) Okay. So, yeah, the black pepper would be a little bit more pungent.
1: More like how uh, number one was.
0: Yeah. So white pepper. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Lingers a little bit more than than previous ones.
0: I don't get too much lingering, though. I'm not getting that. Okay, now it's gone.
1: (laughs) Um, Still drying. I can't pinpoint this. It smelled like a bourbon. Has a bit of, like, a ryaness to it. I don't know. Maybe this is a high rye bourbon. Okay. I'm not too familiar with ryes, but... Oh, no, so high rye bourbon means, like... Uh, so it's still a bourbon, so it's at least 51% corn, but very high percentage as the second grain is the rye. So rather than like a 80-10-10 or something like that, it's probably like like a high rye bourbon would be like a 60-30-10. You know what I mean?
0: So I just cut this a little bit. Let's see if it Mm -hmm. changes it. Okay, that brought out honey notes just by putting a little bit of the... Mm -hmm. The branch in there. I like that. Yeah. This is a house. Mm. I'm sorry. A what? It's a house. That a boy.
1: (laughs) What do you think it is? What type of whiskey? (sighs) You didn't know you were going to have
0: to do work when you came and hung out with me, did you? (laughs) This is work? (laughs) Come on. I'm trying to think of what cigar to pair this (laughs) with. Come on. That's my work. Ah. Huh.
1: Hey, iHeartRadio can uh, DVE can pick us up any day they want now.
0: And come on. <laughs> come on. We're waiting.
1: I mean, come on. That, don't you think that entire like block of iHeartRadio, like the DVE building. So DVE, the X, Kiss like Yeah. Come on. We would be like the perfect podcast for them to like pick up and and produce, right? We can do that.
0: <laughs> That'd be great. i would be more than happy to be a guest. Yeah. <laughs> Or regular, yeah. We'll
1: br- yeah. That's that'll be the bit is we'll do an offshoot of this one, <clears> and uh, it'll be a, the cigars and whiskey one.
0: There you go. <laughs> and I might have an, an, a a um, a tobacconist too that might want to help out as well. Oh, all right. Yes. Uh, what type? Sorry, so yeah, I what cut you. Off, type? What type? That's all right. I'm I'm still thinking about what type. So this has got to be American. I agree with that for sure. Because, in in my opinion, this may be just you know for taking it what it's worth. American whiskeys mm-hmm. tend to tend to throw that little bit of sweetness in there, mm-hmm. where a lot of the Scotland European stuff they stick traditional mm-hmm. and go with Japanese whiskey too.
1: Mm-hmm. mostly
0: sake-based. They try to stick it with sake-based, correct? I mean, correct? I, I might be wrong on that, I mean, but well,
1: even, even, like, Centauri, like, they'll have a sweet note to it, but, like, um, it'll... It's finished. Most of their stuff is finished in scotch or bourbon bell, so they're gonna pull those flavors anyway. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um. But I definitely – I don't think this is, like, Canadian or – so. I do agree with you. I think this – I mean, I said I think this is a high-ride bourbon. I've learned to just go with my gut because when I second, third guess myself, I'm, like, all over the damn map. But um, <clears throat> but I definitely think it's some sort of American.
0: The one thing I like, too, is when they finish some whiskeys and bourbons and port barrels. Yeah.
1: That is beautiful. See, that that is my next – thing i need to not get into but at least have is like port and sherry and and all these different like finished, like wh- especially like wine or anything like that like i'm not up with those so like when we have like a port finished, i don't unless you give me the standard offering next to it <clears throat> it's hard for me to know what i need to pull out from those because i just don't know those flavors i know people that do know that because they do like Port and cherries, and in those other ones, and and um,
0: but yeah, Glen Morangi cherry cast. I love it.
1: That might be down there.
0: <laughs> what isn't down there? <laughs>
1: Surprisingly, a lot. Uh-huh. And yeah, um, anyway, uh, proof. I'm gonna say 95. Okay, you're really low balling me. I said
0: 110. Oh.
1: Yeah, I don't know why, it's just this is giving me, while I'm not getting anything crazy on, like, a hug,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know, I just feel like this just has, or it's, or it's that high rye, like, aspect to it that's just.
0: Yeah, just a nice, clean finish. Yeah, like
1: I said, it's not a crazy hug, but then again, crazy hug to me has morphed in the five years we've been doing this show. Mm-hmm. Where I would think a 95 proof thing was had a crazy hug, but now I'm like 110 has like nothing to me. You know what I mean? So, and that's just nature, not that I'm like a proof whore or anything. It's just the nature of your palate and everything changing and, you know, you're getting used to, you know, whatever. But uh, like my sweet spot is like 110 to 115 proof. That's what I really like a lot of stuff to be at.
0: Shut up, liver. You're fine. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) For me, what I would do on a pairing for a cigar, I would do a Rocky Patel white label with this. Okay. Connecticut shade with the honey too and a clean finish. Mm-hmm. Spot on, I think, with this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely Haas. <laughs> Sorry. Apologize to the enders. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: saying downtown. <clears throat> I, I just. And I'd say 95. Watch, watch. I'm going to say downtown. And watch this be the fucking high-rise single barrel that I just (laughs) (laughs) picked. That's great. (laughs) I mean, they're all sold, so it doesn't matter anyway. Mm. Anywho. All right. Well, hey, I hope you enjoyed doing this blind with me. This Uh, was fantastic. We'll be right back. Uh, You guys will have a two-day wait. Well, depending on when you listen to this. But you'll have a two-day wait. Mike and I will have about a ten-minute wait um, for the next, for the reveal show. So, again, these are all blinds. If you want to know what these are, the next show will have the reveal. And I'll say spoilers about 16 times uh, so that you know well and good what you're getting into.
0: Don't listen unless you want to for the spoilers. Right.
1: But, uh, yeah, so I won't tell Mike thank you. thank you yet. I mean, I always say I tell him thank you. But I will not want to say thank you yet because we're not done with yet. So we will be